Hey, welcome to Something About Astrology. My name is Chris Dotson. And I'm Almy Rose. And we're here to do a podcast. This is for the week of April 10th through April 17th. And I want to first of all apologize for last last week's podcast because I personally was a bit down in the dumps. Um, the moon was in Virgo, which can be a little cranky at times anyway. And also, if you are a Virgo or, or Virgo energy in general has to be exhausted from all this Mercury and Pisces stuff and this cloudy communication that's been going on for a couple of months now. So I am fully blaming last week's podcast once again on Mercury being in Pisces. I didn't even even get the dates right last week. I thought that we were still in March. It was something like I said it was for the week of March 5th through the 11th. It should have been April 5th through through the 11th, but I didn't feel like going back and re-recording. I didn't really feel like acknowledging it. I was just like tired. I was like, Almy, let's just upload this thing. People will figure it out if they're even listening in the first place. But today we are recording this on Friday, April 10th. The moon is in the best sign of all time, Sagittarius. That's correct. If it wasn't for Sagittarius, astrology, well, astrology would always be interesting, but it'd be less interesting without Sagittarius. So anyway, moons and Sag, hopefully you're feeling some of that fire energy. Hopefully you're feeling some of that, I don't know, let's go, well, we can't go outside, but let's, you know, explore life within our home and within ourselves and ride that wave. But uh, yes, the moon is in Sagittarius. I'm feeling great about that. I'm also feeling super upbeat because today, Friday, April 10th at 9.48 p.m., Pacific time. What happens, Almy? Sagittarius happens. Close. Uh, what happens at 9.48 p.m. today, Mercury finally leaves Pisces. Oh, that was my second guess. Let's take a second. Let's celebrate that because it's important that it's leaving Pisces because Mercury is the planet of communication. Piscean energy is not clear communication. It's muddled. It's confusing. It's um, it's not using your words, so to speak. Once Mercury is in Aries, communication, talking about the overall kind of general communication in the world, will all of a sudden be more upfront. Uh, almost aggressive because Aries energy can be aggressive. But at least I feel we're going to start getting some straight answers about some things because I think all of us would agree this last month or two, it's been confusing. And again, it's all because of Mercury and Pisces. None of this would be happening if Mercury had not gone into Pisces. Um, That's not really how it works. But I'm stoked. I'm stoked that Mercury is in Aries now. Um, what's Aries energy all about? Um, Aries energy can be blunt for sure. Um, I don't think of Aries people as being secretive. I don't think of Aries people as being indecisive because they're not. They are here to experience life. They are the youngest sign of the Zodiac. They are here on planet Earth for the very first time. Everything is new to them. They will go into great detail with you about all of their achievements and their accomplishments because to an Aries, no one has ever done this before. (laughs) No one has ever uh, written a book. No one has ever graduated from college. No one has ever eaten an ice cream cone with more than four scoops. Only Aries has done that. So they will tell you. They will talk to you. They will boast. They will be proud. 
And honestly, we could use a little bit of that right now because I feel like we've kind of been getting the crap beat out of us collectively. And I personally am, am open to having this Aries energy where we can kind of beat our chests again, as it were, and howl at the moon, whatever sign the moon might be on that night. Um, I think we all need this collective boost. And I think we're going to get it starting at 9.48 p.m. Pacific time, Friday, April 10th. So that was my little um, rant, celebration, whatever you want to call it, about uh, Mercury finally leaving Pisces. And then I'll have to kind—I'll have to come up with something else to um, blame things on when my life isn't going the way I want it to. But I'll find something. Um, what else do we got here? Whew, I need to catch my breath after that one. Um, Mercury going into Aries. Uh, I already talked about it a little bit. I think it's going to be good for Virgos. Virgos, I think you've just had a rough go of things these last couple months i think and i say that because pisces opposes virgo you know virgo is very detail oriented pisces is not um mm. pisces will always drive virgo nuts by i don't want i like pisces so i don't want to like make it sound like all pisces are lazy or confused or whatever but it's kind of that energy that drives virgo nuts just like a Virgo drives Pisces nuts because Virgo's so regimented and regulated mm. and, and wants to achieve things and do this and do that. And they have their schedules and mm. their routines. Uh, whereas Pisces is just this ocean of emotion, uh, so to speak. So I think um, Earth signs in general, Virgo, I think is going to benefit from Mercury going into Aries. I think Capricorn will for sure. I think Taurus will. And then the mutable signs. Mutable signs are Sagittarius, Gemini, Virgo, and Pisces. Um, and with Mercury in Pisces, that was squaring uh, with Gemini and Sagittarius. I don't know. So whatever signs I just rattled off there, I think all of you uh, are going to be feeling a little more energized. Maybe not as much as me, uh, but I am a Sagittarius and I'm feeling more energized this week for sure. And may that continue. All this weekend, the moon will be in Sagittarius. So if you haven't felt especially restless yet during the quarantine, you're probably going to feel it these next couple of days. You're going to want to go uh, water skiing or whatever it is that people used to do. You're going to feel especially, um, I don't know. So whatever it is, you know, I don't want to tell people to not be safe or anything, but maybe if you go out for a short daily walk, maybe walk for like another eight minutes, you know, spend like another eight minutes, you know, really uh, go crazy uh, out there, you know, with your mask on and your gloves and whatever, whatever else it is we're doing. Um, so if you're feeling restless this weekend, yeah, it's the, um, it's the Sagittarius moon, but hopefully you can uh, put that energy into good work. And then I don't know if I've talked a lot about this, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm all about the moon and what sign the moon is in. And, and there's this thing called uh, a void, of course, moon. And that's when the moon is, is in between signs. So let's say like the moon is in Scorpio until 11 p.m. on a given day, but then it doesn't go into Sagittarius until 2 a.m. the next morning. So for like three hours there, if I got the math right, the moon was technically, so to speak, in between signs. And, and in that time, astrologers say it's kind of a good time just to take it easy and, and unplug. Um, there's a Twitter account I follow. I can't remember what they're called now. I wish I could give them credit, but they, they will tweet when the moon is void, of course. And I love it when they do that. And, and they say something like the moon isn't working and neither should you. Um, and I bring this up because on Sunday, which is um, April 12th, that's this Sunday, 
The moon's going to be void, of course, pretty much all day, depending on what part of the country or part of the world you're in. But anyway, I'm saying that's a good day to just slack off. I mean, if you haven't been slacking off already, hopefully you have been a little bit during these crazy times. But Sunday especially, um, try to make some time for yourself just to like do something fun, even if it's just doing a jigsaw puzzle, you know. But uh, heat up some apple cider. Uh, can you think of other fun things along those lines, Almy? Oh, sure. Uh, you could draw your favorite Disney characters. You could make some brownies. You could name all of your socks. And then you could be like, hey, where's Robert and Debbie? And you're referring to your socks. And that's fun because no one names socks. <laughs> Imagine how much fun that would be. So we've given you some options here, a lot of stuff to work with. So you'll have something to do this Sunday when the moon is void of course for most of the day. Sunday evening, the moon will go into Capricorn and Capricorn is very serious energy. Capricorn is like, where, where am I at in my life? What have I achieved? What have I not achieved? Why am I not achieving more? And you're going to be feeling that starting Sunday night into Monday into Tuesday. So that's why I'm suggesting this weekend, especially Saturday and Sunday, to have some fun if you can. Enjoy this Sagittarius moon. Um, again, the best sign of the zodiac. We're humorous. We're friendly. Um, sometimes we won't shut up. That is a problem. But it's better than a Capricorn moon. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Um, so don't feel guilty if you're having some fun this weekend because by Sunday night, Monday, you're just going to be totally down on yourself because you're going to be doing that self-reflective Capricorn stuff where it's like, oh man, I got to do more. Life is hard. Life is serious. It's that, uh, that Saturn influence because the planet Saturn does rule Capricorn and that's why Capricorn energy is generally disciplined. I'm not saying every Capricorn you've met is going to be disciplined and orderly uh, because it depends what else is going on in their chart. But Capricorn energy by itself is very sobering. Um, let's cut to the chase here and get to our favorite segment of the show, Ask a Scorpio. Mm. And I have a little bit of a trivia thing here. I'm going to have Almy... Uh, talk about again Almy is a Scorpio she was born October 24th um, so she knows what it's like firsthand to oh, yeah. have a Scorpio experience sure she has a lot of experience with that just before Almy and I started recording the podcast here we were watching an old music video the uh, we are the world music video and we're looking at it and we're kind of naming all the artists and musicians who performed and there's this one guy and it's like who's that guy he doesn't look like a, a singer that we remember from that era and it turns out it was who elmy the guy who looked like dwight Schrute turned out to be dan Aykroyd. dan Aykroyd, and i I don't know. I grew up with the uh, We Are the World video. I didn't realize Dan Aykroyd was in it until today. And for those of you who don't know, Dan Aykroyd is an actor. He's originally from Canada. He used to be on a show called Saturday Night Live. And he was a famous movie actor in the 80s as well and 90s. And he's still around today. He's still kicking ass and taking names. And he makes vodka. If you've ever bought the vodka in the skull... There's a vodka that comes in a skull, a glass skull bottle. That is Dan Aykroyd's Vodka Company. 
Yeah, he does a lot of things. And he played Britney Spears' dad in the film Crossroads, which is probably what he's best known for. I think there was a movie he did about like ghosts or something, but it's Crossroads that I think really people know him from. Oh, Britney yeah. Spears, she's a Sagittarius. So is Brad Pitt. Yeah, Sagittarius is the best. Because everyone loves Brad Pitt right now, right? Everyone loves, everyone Brad, loves Brad Pitt, Pitt right now. Every, he's, no one has ever not loved Brad Pitt. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, but yeah, well, a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> when he left Jennifer Aniston, right. my mom, my mom is really upset about that. Right. And then, you know, anytime you get upset at your right. kid in public, that's just not going to go over well. Yeah, that's but right. But right now, okay. everyone loves Brad we Pitt. We love him again. Yay, Sagittarians. Speaking of Sagittarians, um, I'm springing this on you, Almy. But another person who we were watching on TV just now, he's a Sagittarius. What, do you want me to guess? Yeah. Lionel Richie. No. Michael Jackson. Oh, not in that We Are the World. Oh. <laughs> you were watching other videos prior Sammy to Sammy Davis yes, Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. is a Sagittarius. He's, he was born December 8th. I'm born Woo. December 6th. So he and I are basically the same person, Mr. having the Bones exact Angels. same life. Just a little differently. Um, but I was looking up Sammy Davis, and he has a Saturn-Mars conjunction because he was singing the Candyman song, which was his you biggest can hit. Take a sunrise. But it was also a song that he wasn't particularly fond of. And we're watching this video of him performing it live, and he started it out, and, and Almy noticed it too. He's being a little... Um, What's the term? Oh, he was rolling his eyes. Yeah, he was rolling his eyes, showing a lot of hostility yeah. at the top. And I'm like, man, that's some Scorpio right there. It was just this little glance of like two seconds. But I was like, oh, I've seen that look in Almy's eye when a Scorpio is upset about something. You yes. know, they don't play. It's the idea that you have to perform when you feel that it's not real. He had this look where he was like, this song is, because I don't know if you knew this, he hated this song. It was his only number one hit and he hated it. But because he's a professional and a performer, he knew to always perform it because people wanted to hear it. But you could tell that he hated the insincerity of the song. And when he began it, he rolled his eyes and he was singing it in sort of this high pitched voice and pointed a thumb at himself saying, the candy man can't. Like he was really annoyed. But then he got into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he did. As it went along, he got into it because again, at the end of the day, the guy's a Sagittarius. Right. He's going to find the light in things. And he's going to be like, you know what? I don't like this song, but now I'm at a point where the song's almost done. I can exactly. at least finish strong. Yeah. This song's paying my bills. Yeah. You know, help me buy that house in Tahoe or wherever he hung out. Um, Palm Springs, I think. Palm Springs, maybe. probably more likely. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's just a guess. Um, but anyway, when I saw that look that he gave, I'm like, I got to look this up. This guy's a Scorpio. <laughs> and I was wrong. But he does have Mars and Scorpio. And again, oh. Mars rules are actions. So he had a Scorpio Mars. And again, his Scorpio, or I'm sorry, his, his Mars was conjunct his Saturn. Saturn's a tough planet. So when you have Mars and Saturn right next to each other in your birth chart, you're going to have some intensity. You know who else has Mars and Saturn conjunct in their birth chart, Almy? Uh, what, is it someone in the We Are the World video? No. Is it Hillary Clinton? No, but that's a good guess. Thank you. Is it me? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if you do All right, that, but I I've never looked specifically. All right, I surrender my guesses. Okay. The answer is David Keith Lynch, perhaps the greatest oh, American movie director of all time. Sure. David Lynch has Mars conjunct Saturn. For those of you who are wondering if he did, now you know. I was wondering that, so I'm really glad we cleared that up. Yeah. So the podcast is going long today. It went short last week because I was sad. 
And now that the movie's a Sagittarius, like I said, Sagittarians, when we get on a roll, you cannot shut us up. So the podcast will continue for the two of you uh, who might be listening who are not related to us. It's going on like a Brad Pitt acceptance speech. Yeah, good one. Thank you. Um, what do I got here? So anyway, I told you about this weekend, you're going to feel restless early this week, you know, Monday, Tuesday, you're going to feel depressed probably because of this Capricorn moon. So just take it easy on yourself. It's really hard to get things done right now. Anyway, you have an excuse to not be as productive as you normally are. So when those feelings come up like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? All that kind of stuff. Please just try to ride it out. Know that those feelings are temporary. Know that, um, Tuesday... Uh, let me get my story straight here. I feel like it was Tuesday. We're going to have a lot of Aquarian energy. Um, duh, 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 duh. Okay, real quick. Tuesday, April 14th. I'm going to stay in the, in the muck for a little bit. That's with all this Capricorn stuff. The moon is going to be conjunct Pluto on Tuesday, April 14th at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Um, there's going to be some really strong feelings when that happens. Feelings of maybe hopelessness, feelings of helplessness, feeling overwhelmed, that kind of stuff. Uh, that's on Tuesday. So if you're feeling that early this week, just know you are not alone. That energy is in the air hanging over all of us. However, by Wednesday, April 15th, we are going to get a little relief. Uh, one of my favorite moon transitions, and don't get me wrong, I'm okay with moon and Capricorn. Moon and Capricorn is oh, great. Oh, yeah, for sure. For, like, yeah. for like accomplishing oh, things. Oh, yeah, definitely. Going to the store, right. you know, stocking up your house, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm always saying that. Um, tightening the, the screw that was loose on the thing. Mm. Those kind of things. It's, it's great. But it's just also like, oh, we need a break. So I love it when the moon goes from Capricorn to Aquarius because I can always feel that shift because I can always feel this like Capricorn, like everything is so important to Aquarius where it's like nothing's important and there are no rules. It's great. And on Wednesday, April 15th, the moon is going into Aquarius. The moon will be conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. The moon will be conjunct Mars in Aquarius. Bottom line is we're going to be feeling better come Wednesday. And again, Aquarian energy is about innovative thinking, thinking outside the box, maybe going a little bit too outside that box where it's like, what the hell are you doing? But again, it's about free thinking, being open-minded. And we need a lot of that right now as people are trying to come up with, uh, what's that word when like the vaccine, you know, that kind of stuff um, for, for what we're dealing with here. So maybe we'll have some innovations. Maybe we'll have some breakthroughs with that stuff uh, later this week. Don't hold me to that because I, I always say I cannot see the future. I'm just yeah. uh, filling up the, the time here on this podcast. Well, um, I can do that. Um, are we? I feel like I should circle back to the Dan Aykroyd thing because I feel like that got dropped. Yeah, is this a good to time to do that? Yeah. Get in there. I, I know where the mic is. It's We're in a, we're in a small closet, and so it's kind of hard not to see the mic. But anyway... So the Dan Aykroyd thing, I feel like you were going to drop some trivia about why he was there, and then we just kind of didn't get to that. But Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. We... Yeah. But if, if this is a good time, I can finish that for you. Please. All right. So in case you're wondering why Dan Aykroyd was the only actor among a group of, um, it was, I think, 30-something singers. Um, and the reason I know this is because I am a correspondent for a French pop culture TV show. This is not a joke. I'm a talking head for this show, it's called 50 Minutes Inside. It only airs in France. And then I am then dubbed in French as I don't speak French. 
But what happens is they will give me the topic and then they, I'll study it and I will present on it because I'm such a pop culture fanatic. So I already knew a little bit about We Are the World. It was the, um, you know, they were raising funds for Africa. And the reason why Dan Aykroyd was there was the, um, the, the We Are the World singing event was set up by a prominent entertainment manager, Ken, name I have forgotten, so sorry, Ken. But he's the one who set this up, and a lot of his clients were big stars like Lionel Richie, and so that made the whole thing easier because he was managing all of them. Now, Dan Aykroyd at the time was looking for a manager. However, he was looking for someone to manage his money. He was looking for a manager on the financial side, but the wires got crossed, and he wound up in a meeting for an entertainment manager with this Ken person. And they talked, and they realized where the error was. They probably laughed about it. And then Ken said, well, hey, why don't you come on down to this recording thing that we're doing? And then Dan Aykroyd said the next thing he knew, he was in the back row singing along. So it goes to show that sometimes you can get your wires crossed and something good can come out of something uh, that you weren't expecting. They call that serendipity. And uh, good on you, Dan Aykroyd, for, uh, for getting in there. You had no right to be there and you knew it, but you looked great. Yes. Yes, so thank you, Almy, about giving the background on the Dan Aykroyd, We Are the World connection. Yes. Uh, something I never knew about until today. And I think the only reason I know about it now is because Mercury left Pisces. I would never have known I about mean, it. I mean, you knew it because I told you. But yeah, definitely because it's a, the Zodiac. That was also a factor, Almy directly <laughs> telling me that information. However, if this it's happening today... And the, today is the day Mercury goes into Aries. True. So certain things that you might not have had answers mm. to before, whether it be why is Dan Aykroyd in the We Are the World music video or something else more important, you might get some answers now. Nice. I'm not promising it. Life in general does not provide us with the answers we so desperately need, and it never will. But for little things like that, like, hey, what's Dan Aykroyd doing in that video? Sometimes life will surprise you with those little gifts. Love it. Um, so thank you, Mercury and Aries. Thank you, Almy. Yeah. Um, I'll wrap it up real quick here. But, um, you know, for those of you who are going to miss the Mercury and Pisces, you'll get a little Piscean energy back. Uh, this Friday, April 17th, the moon will go into Pisces. So Friday, April 17th, Saturday, April 18th, plan on getting absolutely nothing done. Plan on everything going wrong, accidents happening. Uh, normally, coordinated people all of a sudden spilling things, dropping things, accidentally breaking things. The Pisces moon will make sure that happens. At the same time, the Pisces moon is great for connecting with people um, in, in the way that we are able to connect with people right now. It's it's a good time to be kind and uh, to just not take life too seriously. Uh, once we get through the heaviness of the early part of this week, I'm, I'm hoping that towards the end of the week we'll feel a little bit more carefree. And then on Sunday, April 19th, just a sneak preview, on Sunday, April 19th, I'm told we will be entering Taurus. So... There you go. All right. If this is your first time listening, I want to let you know we usually do a segment called Ask a Scorpio in which Chris asks me a question. I'm the Scorpio. But in this case, I feel comfortable surrendering that segment because I got to talk at length about Dan Aykroyd. Wait, wait, wait. We did that. No, I announced that we are the... Uh, when, we, when you listen to this, you're going to see that I did the Ask a Scorpio What segment. did you ask me? I asked you about Dan Aykroyd. Oh, well, usually, though, it's a little more of a... A to-do. Oh, no, I, may, I built it up. I mentioned you were an October 24th Scorpio. You forgot that? It just didn't really seem like our normal 
All right. Well, okay. I totally ruined this podcast. No, no, it's okay. It's okay because at, at, at the recording of this podcast, Mercury has not left left Pisces yet. It's not going to leave right. for like three or oh, four yeah. more hours. Exactly. So exactly. Hence confusion. I mean, Mercury and Pisces is peaking right now. The confusion is just only going to mount. Yeah. Uh, for the next four hours or so. So and that's this is why I love astrology. If something goes wrong, you can say something like, "Well, Mercury and Pisces weren't retro." Yeah. Well, it's in the better moon. than blaming each other. You know, blame it on is the so much planets. better than blaming on blame it on the planets. Because at least we have no control over that. Blame it on the planets. Yeah. So anyway, blame it on the planets. Hang in there, everyone. We love you. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay strong, and hopefully stay humorous at least this weekend. And then you can, you know, take life seriously again. But try really hard Friday, Saturday, Sunday to just have a blast. Thank you. All right. Uh, Stay healthy, stay home, and thanks for listening.